guys, what's going on? Welcome. You're here for another episode. You're listening to me run my mouth again. You're listening to me have this like very public mental breakdown and record every episode of it as I, you know, come back in retrospect after I've scraped myself off the floor with a fucking spatula. Thank you guys. I'm here for another meltdown and to talk you through as I'm on this mental health journey. Welcome to Depressed Funny People. I want to thank everybody for with, for rocking with me still. Um, I know I m- kept using the words female and woman interchangeably last week, and that is not a very inclusive way to speak. So I do apologize for that. I want the show to be as ex- inclusive as possible. So thank y'all for still rocking with me. But in other news, guys, I'm here. You know, it was, you know, last episode, we talked all about friend fatigue, friendship fatigue and friend, friendophobia, how I'm just freaked out with meeting new people because I feel like I'm going to be disappointed and everyone just gets on my goddamn nerves. And then I talked about friendship fatigue, where like, people are wearing a lot of fucking hats right now. They're trying to be the best friends they can be amid a fucking pandemic. So get off your fucking friends back. If they're not texting you as quickly as you want, or they're not always there to listen to you unload at the end of the day, we are literally trying to survive a fucking apocalypse. So everyone just be kind, rewind, get off your friends nuts. So having those conversations really did usher me into today's topic. Now today's topic I was thinking about my friendophobia, and I was like, you know, what is my problem with, with, with meeting people? And I was like, people get on my fucking nerves. Like, people, like, humans just, they really fucking annoy me. Like, people just, oh, God, people can really be annoying. And I said to myself, you know, you 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 sound very strongly uh, uh um you know positioned in this stance anthony you you're very strong about this when did people start to get on your nerves so bad and why why does one person's little shit that they're doing why does that impact you so much that like your day could be fucked up or your your morning rather can be fucked up. You you overthink, you think these things about people, you know, when you have you know adverse interactions with people and why does it impact you so much? Why are you so bothered? Why why are you mad? Like that's what I really want to know. Why are you mad? So that's what we're gonna dive into with today's episode. So and we're gonna close with a voicemail that I got from someone in regards to last week's episode about making new friends. And I think that she had some really cool insights. She also relates heavily to what I was talking about. Maybe you do too. So let's go ahead and dive into this conversation. All right. So I was sitting there uh, walking to the bus this morning and I was thinking about a situation that happened recently. And I was like, wow, you're so annoyed by this. Like here we are. It's the next day. And you're on your way to the train to go to work and you, you thought of that situation and you got re-annoyed. Why are you so fucking annoyed and so bothered? And I was like, oh my God, what is this? And so I started thinking back to my origins, you know, with people, human interactions and my observation of people. And when I started categorizing people between, you know, the, the different boxes of you know, the annoying ass bitch versus cool person versus fucking irritating. And I was thinking to myself, you know, as a kid, I was a a talker. Surprise, surprise. I used to talk a lot, right? Well, excuse me. 
I still talk a lot. This has been, I'm, I've been on brand since basically birth, but um, I would get in trouble for talking about people sometimes in class. And that was my thing is like, I wasn't like the, the biggest person. I was very small actually, but I could read a bitch, you know, I could read somebody like I would go, I could read you like I would, you know, there's this girl. I'm going to call her out, but I've never, I haven't seen her in like 30 years, but Tashiana, this girl in my elementary school, I remember she used to like tease me and maybe looking back, you know, she's a child, maybe she had a crush or whatever, who knows, but I was like, bitch, I know you and those raggedy crochet braids are not coming for me right now. I know you're not coming for my LA, LA lights, LA gear, light up shoes. I know that's what you're not doing right now. Not my power ranger belt, ma'am. I know you're not coming for it the way your braids are set up. And I just remember from a young age, like, she thought she, you know, she could bully me, but then my punchlines landed stronger. Sorry, that was so unprofessional. Let me turn my phone, turn my phone off, sorry. But my punchlines punch lines landed stronger. And so that was my strength. I was like, you know what, y'all might try me, but when you turn that corner, I'm going to be like, y'all, did you see the way, you know, her ankle folder around in them shoes she can't walk in? Like, hello, kitty, like, are you joking me right now? You need to go to Foot Locker and figure it out. So... That was when I started channeling my aggression with people into making jokes, which hello, humor, a trauma. That's like, hello, if you have, if you're humorous, you have fucking drama. Um, so I was really channeling it and that just was something that went with me, you know? And, um, I remember whenever I would be irritated with people and like forced to face true confrontation, I really didn't enjoy it and I still don't. And I would shy away and, you know, I had a very chaotic, as you've heard <laughs> over the last few weeks, a chaotic, you know, family life at times. Like I wasn't, I didn't grow up in, you know, a fucking, you know, war zone, but I did grow up in a very, you know, at times extremely toxic and chaotic environment. So I learned to just adjust because at the end of the day, whatever was going on was out of my control. Um, so I had to learn to smile and push through it. So I found myself doing that a lot with people, especially as I transitioned into this crazy religious uh, situation after my parents found Jesus when I was around 11 or 12. And I didn't enjoy the, a lot of the situations I was put in, but I had to sit through them. So I learned to get through them. And then I didn't even talk shit talk them later because I felt guilty about it because it's like your religion and it's your parents. And, you know, I was taught, you know, about respecting your parents and, you know, if you don't do that, you're dishonoring God. And so even though in reality it wasn't I was dis, dis did I wanted to disrespect them, I just wanted to question the crazy bullshit that they were doing, you know, at that time. Not even crazy. That sounds very insensitive. Um, misguided bullshit that they were doing. I'm going to try to be a little nicer about my parents because they are great people. Just a little misguided at that time and, you know, even residually, but that's another story. So anyways, as I was saying, um, I learned to just bite my tongue a lot. So I bit my tongue a lot and I bet there was a lot, I know there was a lot of like rage pent up, but I mean, it, I don't even think it had become rage yet. I think it was just confusion. And then as I started to realize that all this shit was bullshit, it started to kind of turn into rage. And that was when I leaned into my mean girl side and you know, shit talking people and, and running my mouth and like gossiping in, in school. Um, because I, I had all of this insecurity and I had all of this anger and I had all of this confusion and I could not channel it. I couldn't 
funnel it to the proper channels. Like, in a perfect world, I would have ran up on everyone in my family just about at that time. Not really, but I would have ran up on my brother and my parents, and I would have told everyone to go fuck themselves. And I would have gone out to do my own thing and told everyone about themselves and been like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Um, by the way, that's a song. I don't know if you've heard it. It's like, fuck you, fuck you. Fuck you. I think it's Lil, not Lil Gotti. What's his name? Yo, Yo Gotti. Anyways, I would have told everyone to go fuck themselves and just gotten it off my chest and walked away. But I was a fucking child, so I couldn't do that. You know, I was a preteen and a teenager. So I projected that shit and people started to bother me uh, just by... I don't know. I just started to feel like I was getting more irritable because I couldn't channel it to the proper places. So it was just kind of coming out in other ways. But I wasn't ready for I was still kind of confused until I started making certain friends. And I became friends with some people who were very irritable, very impatient, very anxiety filled, very uh, stressed all the time. You know, if you're talking too slow, then they're like, oh, my God, hurry just speed it up. I can't deal. You know, and I started to feed on that energy because I was like, ooh. This negative outlet of just just sitting here and being upset about everything, minuscule, is kind of nice because I have all this pent up aggression and rage. But rather than go tell my parents, you know, that I disagree with everything they've taught me, you know, in regards to religion, not everything they've taught me. They did teach me some good, you know, how to be a good person and, you know, basically not be a dickwad. And, you know, they gave me great values, but now their value system, well, some of it, but mainly just the religions, religious part, I would have questioned it, but I couldn't. So I was like, this bitch at Wendy's in line that just stressed me the fuck out. That is going to be the thing I'm putting all my anger and my energy into today because I am not a bad bitch enough to go address my real problems. I don't, I have not figured out how to compart, I've been compartmentalizing and, and, and um, ignoring all this trauma, but I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm too much of a, I'm too, I wasn't ready to address any of it. So I was like, it's going to go into like little things. And I think that is when the transition happened where I just became kind of miserable. Like I would hear a child like screaming in the mall and everyone's fucking annoyed by that. Right. And you side eye somebody and you say the fucking badass kids or something. They're my fucking nerves. Anyways, next I would go on Facebook and be like, you know, uh, I just said things that I won't even repeat because they were so awful about how much children got on my fucking nerves. Like, go out, like, I would literally, I wrote a blog post, Lord prayed no one finds it, because I don't even know where it is, in probably like 2008, and I was just like, can you guys please control your mistakes? It's not my fault that you couldn't pull out. And, like, those are the types of things I would, like, post, because it would really bother me, you know? And I realized, number one, children stressed me out at that time because I was afraid of what having a child and being homosexual meant to my religion so I was just like let me get rid of the complete idea fuck it could be from that perspective where I was just like I can't you know and so I would be really negative about it and that's me projecting you know did I really hate children that much no they get on my goddamn nerves uh, and I don't love the idea of I personally don't want kids, but that's for, it's for different reasons now, um, mainly because the world's on fire, and I just don't need that kind of anxiety and stress in my life. Maybe text me again when I'm 40, but no. 40 and rich, mind you. If I'm a billionaire, I can't afford a boarding school, and like just it's tons of nannies, maybe. 
but I was projecting this anger on it. And it's just like, did these, did the little kid that was annoying in the store deserve all the rage and energy that I put into like writing a status about it and, 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 and replying to comments about it on Facebook and just being so pissed? Like, did the person that made me wait in line at Wendy's, did they deserve all this rage? And it's like, no, the truth of the matter is the rage is coming from other places. And I was on my, like I said, I was on my way to the bus this morning, so annoyed by a situation. And I'm like, why does this bother you so much? Like, it's really not that serious. And I'm like, you have deeper issues that you, you can, you're angry about, but you can't express that anger. And so, uh, to the proper channels. So now you're just going to inadvertently take it out on other people in other ways. And it's not to say that annoying people don't deserve to be told to shut the fuck up sometimes because they do. And they deserve to be told to grow up, shut up, what have you, because they, they have that coming. But it's the amount of energy that I found myself putting into being upset and into being in, uh, um, irritated that I was just like, oh my God, this is so pent up from years of being silent while my mom and dad were stressing me out or my brother was stressing me out and they were telling me all this bullshit. This is years worth of that that has turned into me being this hyper aggressive in some ways, um, hyper irritated, stressed out, anxious person and finding friends who gave that energy a thousand times more than I did initially. And then we just, I was like, this feels good. I can channel this. I never have to see the people again that I'm angry with. I never have to confront it. Like it's a random stranger. I'm going on a rant about, um, rather than going on the real rant, which is, Hey, the people that I'm related to are pissing me the fuck off. So I'm just really trying to, I want to work on that because let's be real. People are fucking annoying. Like people really are, but are people so annoying that it needs to be raising my blood pressure? And that is something I want to move away from. And I really am going to work on it. Um, because there's some things that are so little and I just get so worked up by them. And I'm like, this is coming from somewhere else. And it's like, I know there's a lot of things I'm angry about that I can't control. I mean, I got to find the James Baldwin quote. Uh, where is it? Where is it? I'm going to look while I'm talking. Um, but James Baldwin has a quote about James Baldwin quote. Um, bah, 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 bah. Let's see. Meow, 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 meow. Oh, here we go. To be a Negro in this country and to be relatively conscious, conscious is to be in a rage almost all the time. And that is to say, like, to be black and aware of what's happening, you're fucking pissed all the goddamn time because you can't fucking control this shit that's happening to people who look like you. And, I mean, you're pissed uh, to be living in America and to be watching what's happening in the White House. You're pissed. You're fucking pissed. But, and we can't control that. We can go out and vote. We can hope for the best. But we ultimately can't control what happens like on a larger scale outside of, you know, demonstrating voting, things like that. I totally agree. But I mean, ultimately, things are going to happen the way they happen. And we have to learn a little bit more acceptance, not acceptance. We don't have to accept bullshit. That's not what I mean. I mean, we could still fight for change, right? Let me just speak for myself. Let me stop telling y'all what to do. 
I can still do what the things I can to to work towards change and, and open the right conversations and, and and be vocal. But at the same time, I have to know that I can't be in engage mode 24 hours a day or I'm going to fucking go crazy. Like I have to have some some sort of acceptance where I say, you know what? Let me accept that the world is on fire. It's fucking burning burning, 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 I am going to just take a deep breath and remove myself from that. I've done what I can for the day to help propel the, the cause, and but I, gotta, I can't be in engage in, in battle mode 24 hours a day. We are not built for that shit. I'm not built for it. I'm not built to be angry 24 hours a day, which is another reason why, like, with anger, like, I'm realizing I have to re- really go out of my way to control how my social media intake what am I, who am I following? What am I following? Uh, Facebook is probably one of the most rage provoking places on earth because we give people this unlimited character amount just about to just spew out idiocracies and they can also share stupid videos without having checked them. They can throw out all of their opinions. Like it's just so, oh God, like Facebook will just raise my my temperature and not to mention that the only reason people really use it is to share stressful articles like we have this trauma porn obsession and we love spreading bad news it's like a, a hobby so just all of that is just part of the the rage and the anger I know I feel because I'm like, there's no fucking way that this petty situation with someone who has annoyed me should have me to the point where I'm just like, I want to fucking, I'm just, I'm not going to say in detail because I'm not having y'all play this back for the police, but, um, I don't want to feel like I'm, you know, angry all the time. And I'm like, ah, I just... I don't know. I just really, really, really am going to have to work on this because I'm seeing how much energy I'm putting into it, whether it be in a professional setting, whether it be in a personal setting, like we're, we're bound to be annoyed and irritated by people. I just have to figure out how can I not let this shit follow me? Cause sometimes I'm like, bitch, like, okay, that was a bad situation. What, what have you now you need to take a deep breath and you need to be done with it because at the end of the day, it's over. But I take some of this shit with me and I think it's because now I have control over who I let step on me or not who I let, how I let people step with me, you know, how I like let people move with me and I watch how they move and I call it out if it's if it's not fair and appropriate or fucked up. But I haven't always done that. And I think now I'm hyper conscious of it and hyper aware. And I feel like I'm always ready to fight. And I'm just like, God, you know, and I don't take back now, mind you, I'm double down and doubling down on what I had to say uh, in regards to people. If you're not going to speak out against racism, if you're going to cuddle up next to it, like I can't I can't take that back, you know, any anger or, or you know, feelings I felt. But it's like. I just have to really work on that, you know, because I feel like it's following me throughout the day. And it hasn't not just been 2020. It's been for ages that I just let things piss me off that I just don't think 
are that serious. And I'm never going to tell my boyfriend I said this on an episode because I never want, because he's going to literally just be shaking his head like, mm-hmm, I told you it's not that serious, mm-hmm, whatever. I have to do the same with him for different things. Like, I might be a pop-off queen, but he is petty queen. So, listen, listen, Linda. It's a trade. We have our, our trade-off there, but... um. Yeah, I just want to like not pop off in my head. Like I've gotten to a point where I don't pop off on people instantly. I I have self control for the most part, um, where I am able to, and it came from years of suppression, right? Suppressing, um, what I've wanted to say and biting my tongue and all these uncomfortable fam- familial situations. But I was talking to my therapist last night because I was like, I want to find a place in the middle, right? So I have two poles, right? Two poles. One pole is pop the fuck off, flip the table, fuck y'all hoes. Like, I'm done. You're a dumb bitch. So there's that one, right? There's that pole. Then there's the other pole, which is smile and and just push through because the, this is almost over. And I was like, you know, I feel like the type of trauma I experienced wasn't trauma I could speak up about when it was happening. Like, I couldn't call it out. I wasn't the adult in the situation. I I couldn't be like, hey, this is wrong. This isn't right. This is stupid. This is unsafe. This is impractical. I couldn't do that then. So I would get in this mode where I would just smile through it. And I think I've listened on a much more extreme, you know, uh, level. I hear people talk about certain types of physical abuse that they experience and how when it was regular, you know, they would go to a different space. Mentally, they would just check out. And I'm like, I feel like this happens uh, to me when I'm in very uncomfortable situations where I am angry or I do want to call something out. But because I always have just had these two poles of between I just am ready to just punch a hole through a wall or I'm going to smile through it and just walk past, I don't really have the expression the range and expression of my anger like I don't like you ever hear, have you ever, I don't know if you've seen the clip or the meme it's like you know she doesn't have the range I have the range in a lot of areas like when it comes to emotional capacity and communicating my emotional state I am very good at that especially when in retrospect like how something made me feel or how my words might have made someone else feel like I'm Gucci with that. It's the anger portion, the in the moment anger. I can't communicate well when I am livid. And maybe I'm not the only person, but it's like I'm I'm starting to realize when I get livid, I'm like, why are you livid? Why did it get to a hundred? Why are you on on a one to ten? Why are you at a nine right now? And I've been able to really pull myself out by by rationalizing and by calling calling myself out, not out loud, but in the moment, like Bitch, why are you so mad? Why are you mad? Because my pussy pops severely and yours don't. Sorry, that's a, when I said why are you mad, it just reminded me of that video. Google it. Why are you mad? Because my pussy pops severely and yours don't. Just whatever. Anyways, I'm random. But I got to figure out the rage, right? Why am I getting so angry? And how can I get to a point where I can communicate my anger. I've gotten a lot better with my boyfriend. And I think it's really because I respect him so much. And also because I'm like, bitch, I'm not trying to get left over of me fucking acting a goddamn fool. You know, I'll express my shit, but there's really no need to go crazy on this man because I respect him. 
Um, so I am able to, even if I pop off initially, right, especially through text, and I'm so glad he's not listening because he'd be shaking his head, yes, I'm able to really pull it together and be like, okay, all right, now let's talk in a second. Whereas, like, if I'm in, like, a in-the-moment situation or someone pisses me off, I'm literally either in, what's that, autopilot where I'm just smiling through it and deciding if I'm going to address it later or not, or I'm like, get the fuck out of my face, you're on my goddamn nerves. So, do I have an answer to this? No, but I'm, like I said, this podcast is not about me being some, like, oh, I'm a, I'm a psychology guru. It's like, nah, bruh, I'm a person who is fucked up and is actively working to get unfucked up, which is, while I'm talking about people being annoying really quick, people who use, I mean, everyone has mental health struggles, right? Yeah, most people, or they don't, they're, bitch, you're probably about to, because 2020 is a motherfucker, but I'm not saying everyone needs to be in therapy. I'm not saying everyone needs to be reading self-help books, but how do I say this in a nice way? I get annoyed and I feel like don't run up using, hmm, how can I say this and like not be, I don't enjoy when people open discussions about mental health and about their mental health and the state of it, the piss poor state of it when they're not doing anything to like make it any better. That annoys me because at some point it almost feels like you're seeking sympathy from people by just saying, I have this struggle, but I'm like, I, I, you're, I, the ways in which you're addressing it aren't fucking working because I, and I don't appreciate it being brought up or thrown up. Like it almost feels like some people weaponize their mental health struggle to win an argument or to get sympathy or to prove a point or to get attention. And I, and not to say that everyone everyone's journey is different, right? Not to say you should be at this point in your journey. But it's like when you're a fucking mess, you know, or someone's about fucking mess or like they're just things are happening. I understand, you know, and I'm willing to have those discussions about around about it in the right context, you know, where like we talked last week, hey, establishing boundaries around do you have the bandwidth to handle this? Do I have the bandwidth to handle this before you dump? And say, "Hey, let's talk about so I have something I want to talk to you about, about my mental health. Like, I'm open to that. I don't like when they're tossed in, in the moment. It just doesn't feel good, and I don't think it's fair. And as someone who struggles really hard with my mental health, I try my hardest to not use it as a crutch or use it as a defense, a way to defend my behavior or a way to make people feel bad or feel guilty. Like, I try to talk about my mental I'm talking about talk about my mental health on a podcast with some friends and a lot of strangers because I don't want to spend time with my friends taking them through my shit you know I'd rather talk to a therapist you know and I understand that everyone can afford a therapist but you know there are support groups there are self-care books 
there is medication you can get on. I mean, and I'm not going to sit here and tell people to get on medication, but I'm not going to sit here and tell people not to because I know people that use medication and don't go to therapy and it helps them. It fucking helps them, you know? So I support it. I'm all for that. And I would love to have a deeper conversation about medication at some point, not tonight, but you know, that was my side note, just people that, and that's something that pisses me off, but it's like, at the same time, I need to have compassion for people and understand everyone processes their trauma and their mental health in a different way. <sighs> Even if it's annoying, I just would ask that people, you know, in your life, if you're feeling, if you're having a mental health struggle, that you're productive in the way that you bring it up to people and that you're not just throwing it at people like a dart to win an argument, like, well, I've been fucking depressed, so, and I, you know I have this, and I have that, like, I don't know if that's fair. Like, I feel like mental health is something that's very personal, and like I said, I feel like people need to take charge, take control of their own mental health narrative and, and story, and be working on that on their own, and I don't think you should be ashamed. Like, I want to make sure people know that last week, earlier this week, that episode, I didn't want you to say you need to hide your mental health struggle from your friends. No. If it's bad, if you're at the point where you think you're going to harm yourself or you are harming yourself or you're letting someone harm you or you're having suicidal thoughts, you need to blow up everyone's phone and be like, bitch, somebody help me. But if you're just having a pissy fucking week and you want to bring someone else down or dump on someone else, like, just think about the effect it has on other people. Like, if your friends ask how's your day and you say, bitch, it's not good, and they say, what happened? Sure. But to throw around your mental health struggle as a way to, as a weapon to protect you from uncomfortable situations or uncomfortable conversations or uncomfortable um, uncomf discomfort I think that's unfair. I think it's immature. And I, I do really think that um, I want us to do better. And um, I don't mean to sound elitist here. But I just, that is some shit that rubs me the wrong way. Like, I don't think that it's not something I should get super angry about and be like raging. But it is something that's disappointing and just a little irritating. So having said that, just guys with your mental health struggle, like I said, in, I'm wrapping this episode up in a second. Just own your shit and deal with your shit on your own. You can pull people in as you need them, but I'm just, I am just over the people who go roller skating, right? You're roller skating and then they you fall and then you just pull everyone down with you. I can't have those people, I can't do that with like, I was talking about new friendships. I can't do that. Only, and the main reason is because I don't do that. Like, I'm all about match that energy. Do unto others as you want done to you. I don't, I try not to do that. I make a conscious conscious effort not to do that. And I think the people that I want in my life should respond accordingly. And I would hope the same for you guys, where you should be able to, if you're having an awful panic attack and you can't get through it, call a friend. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the expectation, um that gets created that we can pump and dump pump all of our fucking bullshit into do dump it on a friend or dump it on a lover and i don't think that's fair and i had to really sit down with myself after last episode and ask you know am i dumping on my partner you know 
And I ask him if I feel like I just have. Usually I'll be like, ooh. So that was a lot. Um, I do apologize for putting it on your shoulders right now. How are you feeling? Um, what are how are things with you? Like, let's change the subject because if now you are having a day and I just dumped all this shit on you, I need you to have your second to decompress because I just filled your fucking cup with my shit. Now let's let's process yours. Let me let me help make this reciprocal so that it's not feeling so heavy on your shoulders, you know, and truly listening and truly empathizing and truly shutting the fuck up and just letting people uh, open up to you as you open up to them. So I think that's very important. Anger, I don't have it figured out. I'm going to work on it. But I think half the battle is acknowledging it. And I think that's something I needed to do, come on here and do is acknowledge that I, there's no need for me to be as irritated and irritable as I am all the time. And I think seeing that behavior in myself and that tendency means, is, is driving me to want to dig deeper to find out why. And I think I got the root, but I need to figure out what am I going to do with it. So personally, just as to be a part of my journey, it's something I'm going to address next week in therapy again. Um, I also do want to kind of look into some books on anger. And then just some techniques to remove myself quicker because I'm, I'm starting to calm myself down when these situations, but I don't always find a middle ground. I end up falling back on that pole, the opposite pole of, okay, smile through it and don't cuss this bitch out. When in reality, I need to fall somewhere in the middle where I'm addressing it, even if it's just in a way of, you know what? I did not enjoy that. Like I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to go off on you right now, <laughs> but I want to let you know. I didn't enjoy that interaction and I just don't need that to happen going forward. Like I, we don't need to dwell on it because you know, you're my homie, you're my girl. I love you, girl. You know, you my bitch, but girl, I didn't enjoy that interaction. I didn't enjoy that. And if they want to talk more about it, then that's fine. Um, but I, I just need to find my place where I'm able to do, to do that more fluidly, to bounce between uncomfortable conversations uh, and having those without falling into my two uh, extreme ends of the spectrum but yeah I mean that's really it for me so I might look up some self-help books on anger um, <laughs> I might um, look into some other triggers for my anger like who am I following on social media because a lot of that shit you'll be I'll be on the train reading some shit by some people or looking at posts or looking at articles on fucking Facebook and they get my blood pressure so high that when someone does something a few hours later that's really not that serious, I'm instantly enraged and I'm like, you know what? They are fucking annoying, right? Sure. But dude, they did do do did their actions on the grand scale of life with all the bullshit that's happening right now. Do they really earn all that rage? And that was something I had to ask myself. You know, I'm, I'm wrapping up now, but something I really had to ask myself about my boyfriend that really changed the way I looked at our fights and arguments is when I would get super angry, I had to ask, did he earn this rage? Did he, did, did his actions earn as much rage as you're putting out or as much anger, as much pettiness, as much whatever? And I think that has helped me in the moment to just like, no. So I need to take a step away. <laughs> I need to go walk away or I need to take a second. Um, but yeah, just with dealing with the raw rage, like, did he earn this? No, 
99% of the time it's no. 97. 97%. 95% it's no. It might be a 90. He's not listening anyway, so it's fine. But yeah, guys, I mean, I would love to hear your thoughts on anger. Where are you guys at? If any, is anyone else having an anger struggle? Like, you know, where you had trauma, you're always the fucking funny one, but you get really fucking mad. And even if you just keep it in the inside, you just get fucking angry. I would love to have more conversations about anger and how just thinking all people are fucking trash and just hating all of humanity um, for a second. So if you guys could call me, beat me, if you want to reach me, um, you can look at the link on Spotify or on the iTunes podcast app and you could look at the link you could click it and it will help you it'll allow, allow you to leave a 59 second voicemail if you want to leave a longer one which I think I need to te- cap these at two minutes because I don't think people on the show want to sit for like f- six minutes and hear someone who's not me um I don't know maybe you do if you do tell me um but you can send me audio recordings in the dms on uh, Instagram at depressed funny people you can record a voice memo on your phone and we can figure out a way for you to get that sent to me just a DM me and we'll go over the details of how we can get it whether it's email or what have you um, or just leave the one minute voicemail um, through the site I might have to reactivate my Google voice number actually that way you guys can call and leave like a real voicemail and you could text to that too Ooh, ooh, okay, you have a commitment from me that by next episode, I will have the Google Voice number live and active again. Yeah, so you can have a place to text. Uh, it'll probably be the same number I use for Boystown Babble podcast, because, um, ooh, let me look this up. But yeah, so, hang on, let me look this up. Hold on. Okay, oops, never mind. They gave that number to someone else, so um, I just tested it out. That is not a go. I'm going to work on this, guys, so you can leave me voicemails. But, yes, thank you for listening. Um, Make sure you tell a friend, and we are going to get through this shit together. Um, We're going to do three seconds of breathing before we leave, and then you're going to do, you're going to promise me that you're going to do whatever it takes to keep your shit together this week, all right? This weekend, rather. So, on the count of three... We're going to take a big inhale and then we're going to let that shit out. So when we inhale, I want you to visualize all of the bullshit, all the people who pissed you the fuck off because people are so fucking annoying, right? Um, Think about that fucking White House. Just think about whatever it is that's going to piss you off, that has pissed you off. Think about Breonna Taylor, whatever you have to that is pissing you off this week. I want you to breathe it in and then I want you to blow that shit out of your brain and make space. Create space for how you're going to deal with your own shit this week. Like all that other stuff is 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 it's bad, it's annoying, it's fucked up, it's it's disheartening, but we can't have that in our head all the time. We got to clear some space for some positivity and some self-work and digging deep. So let's just do this, all right? On the count of 3, 1 2 3, we're going to take a deep breath in. Barely breathe. I got fucking heartburn, and we brought this shit out. One more time, because I was talking shit. All right, one, two, three. Fuck all of this shit. Blow it out. I feel like I've created a little more space, and I hope you have too. So, guys, thank you for tuning in, and have a god blessed day. Happy Friday. Happy fucking weekend. TJIF. And live your best life. Bye. So 
I am actually having a really hard time making new friends. I have for um, probably a few years. Um, I think most of it has to do with the fact that I have become so introverted and my anxiety has caused a lot of that. But with quarantine, it really kind of made me gain the real perspective of how little of a social circle that I have. When I was in my 20s, I used to love to socialize. I would bar hop and go downtown and dance and drink. And, you know, I always wanted to do things on the weekends and would stay up late at night and then go to work early in the morning and be able to function. But now I don't know if it's quarantine. I don't know if it's the anxiety, but sometimes it just feels like too much work. Plus, I've had a lot of bad experiences with frenemies in my past, um, bad fallouts due to setting boundaries or just feeling like, you know, this friendship didn't serve its purpose anymore. So it's really hard for me to trust people. It's really hard for me to want to share certain aspects of my life with people and you know, when you have trauma from your past, when you have other things on top of that, like anxiety and depression, you really need to make sure that your uh, social circle understands that, not just on like a empathy aspect, but like sometimes it helps when you surround yourself with the same types of people because they truly understand what you're going through so they don't hold it against you later.